0: Hey Baker, welcome to Business is Sweet. It's easy to fall in love with the sweet art of baking. It's a bit harder to take the right steps to create a successful business around your baking. But the business side of baking is also pretty sweet. I believe that you can be paid well for your creativity, build a successful baking business from home, and enjoy the work you get to do. And in fact, I don't just believe it, I know it because I've done it. I'm your host, Brett, a self taught home based baker myself, who's built a thriving business making a full time income as a wedding cake designer, all from home while raising my two little kiddos. And I'm here to show you how to do it too. Welcome to the show. Hey, Baker. Last time on the show, we were talking about the six ingredients to success in your baking business. And we were diving a little bit deeper into pricing because it is one of the biggest struggles that home bakers face, you know, getting out of your own way and overcoming the fears and the things that surround pricing that make it so hard to figure out. So I want to take you a little bit deeper and I actually want to give you a little sneak peek into my pricing mastermind course. It is the single most powerful thing that I've created to help home bakers level up in their businesses. It goes all into the mechanics of pricing. I help you calculate your numbers. We go step by step by step through it I give you a workbook so that you can go through the pricing for your own baking business and we also dive into money mindset and strategy and implementation. Everything you need to know about pricing is in Pricing Mastermind. Today I'm going to give you a little sneak peek. We're going to go through one of the lessons together. I'll show it to you. You can listen in. And then when you're ready to actually dive into the course and do the work for your own business, listeners of Businesses Suite get a special discount code. It's BIS20, capital B, capital I, capital S, 20. You get 20% off the course. That makes it $55, which is an amazing investment. And it continues to pay itself off over and over and over again because you'll get to actually start charging what you need to charge in order to make an income. It is the key to growth, and I'm really excited to show you a little sneak peek now. Let's take a listen. When it comes to pricing, there are a lot of things we tell ourselves and a lot of things other people will tell us about pricing that really just aren't true, and we need to debunk those myths in our brain before we can continue. So let's talk about some of those. Myth number one, it's morally wrong to charge for this. People don't have money. Based on our discussion up to this point, I hope you can see how that is a totally subjective statement that depends on perspective and experience. And I hope you can imagine how the world needs more women, more moms with money in their hands so they can really stir up some good in society. So why would it be morally wrong for you to have the resources to make that good happen? It is not morally wrong. Money is neutral. You are good. You will do good things with money. Myth number two. The value I offer is a low price. I'm going to win by being affordable. This was literally my strategy when I officially began my home baking business in 2019. It was written in a Google doc, my little business plan paragraph, I will offer the most affordable cakes. I can tell you from personal experience that that strategy does not get you far. what happens you'll kill yourself you'll burn out you'll undercut the market by doing that you'll set up a false expectation for customers that this is what a custom made delicious product is worth and you know what else price sends a message price is loud to customers and they naturally use it as one of the key indicators of the quality of the product they're buying pricing too low is just as dangerous as pricing too high because what is the message that your customers get when they see you're offering cakes for $35? What does that tell them about the ingredients, about your expertise and your confidence to create that product? When I go to buy something that matters to me, I don't buy the cheapest one. I just invested in a whole bunch of filming equipment to film this class, tripods, lights, a camera. Uh, Did I buy the cheapest ones out there? No. Because I need something that will really do the job, that will make my life easier so I can make these classes and courses and videos without shabby equipment getting in the way and the stress and the worry that comes with that. Because I'm concerned about quality and about value and a low price tells me it won't be as good as other options. It won't last as long or be as reliable. Customers intuitively understand this and they make decisions with this in the back of their brain. Price sends a message. So if your price is too low, that's a problem. But let's take this discussion one step further. Let's talk about why you cannot physically offer the lowest price option and succeed at what you're doing. Marketing Strategy Basics When I was doing my undergrad in food science, I was required to take a class on business strategy. And in that class, we were constantly analyzing different businesses and we would identify what their strategy was. And every strategy was really encased and could be classified in just these two overarching categories, cost leader versus differentiation. And here's what those two mean. A cost leader was someone whose value proposition was the lowest price on the market for that product. It was about competing with other businesses to undercut them to have that lowest price. Now differentiation is to create a product that's different than any other on the market. It's custom, it's unique, it's not something you can just go buy at the grocery store or even order on Amazon. Guess which one you are yeah, you're a differentiator. How do you know? Is your product custom? Can someone go get what you offer at any old store? You are a differentiator by nature. So here's the thing. It turns out these strategies are mutually exclusive, meaning by choosing one, you automatically cannot choose the other. It is not compatible to make a unique custom made to order product and be the most affordable option out there. Why? Because cost leadership depends on mass production. It's quantity over quality because the more product you can produce at once, the more you're able to spread the costs to produce it. Think about it. If you have $10 of business costs and you make and sell one cookie, that cookie has to cost at least $10 for you to break even. But if you can make 12 cookies in that same time it took to make one, then each cookie costs 83 cents to make. The cost is spread over more units sold. So you can charge less, but this takes automation. This takes equipment to crank out more batches per hour per minute. This isn't artist handcrafted Cake, specially for you. This is a robot cranking out hundreds of the same run-of-the-mill cake designs with the cheapest ingredients. This takes away the focus on quality to focus on quantity. This is Walmart, my friend. This is the big box grocery store down the street. They're a cost leader. This is why their cakes can be so cheap. And guess what else they can do? Because they sell so much at their store, not just cake, but clothes, food, electronics, They can actually lose money on a lot of products because they're making it up somewhere else in the store. The cost isn't just spread out over bakery items, it's spread out across the whole store. But where is the quality? Cost leadership is not for you. It's not you. That is not what you want to be because you're here to offer something better, something delicious, something meaningful. If you're just starting out and you have a slightly lower price, that's okay. Just know that cost leadership is not your strategy. It's not your end game. It's just a lucky side benefit that your first customers will get because you know what your price should be and you're going to work up to that steadily. We'll talk about that later. In my business strategy class, we studied a lot of businesses and analyzed them and talked about them and it always was the case that any business that tried to meet in the middle and do both cost leadership and differentiation didn't make it didn't survive because the strategies themselves compete with each other they're not compatible and they put you at war with your own business trying to make them work this is where burnout comes from can you step back and see that happening in your own business it is time to step fully into the role of a differentiator and just leave the cost leadership crap behind. And that brings us to myth number three. I'll lose customers if I raise my prices. Yes, let me answer this simply by saying yes, you will lose customers and that is good. You want that because you're not trying to be popular with everyone. You're not trying to win everyone. There's a group of customers at every price. It's called segmentation. The market is segmented into the people who will buy any old cake and any old cookies and they want cheap price because they don't place value on the product. It's just a filler refreshment to check the box of having it at the party and that's okay. You don't want them. They can go to the grocery store down the road. You turn and face the segment of customers that do place value in a customizable, beautiful baked creation that is specific to them, that tastes better than the cardboard cakes at the store. To them, it's a moment, it's a memory, it's special. It's not just about the filler refreshment to check the box, it is more. And they're willing to pay for it. They want to pay for it because they can't get it just anywhere. Those are your customers. You're going to lose the customers who weren't going to buy from you anyways. And if they did, they were going to knit. And if they did, they were going to be nitpicky pains to work with. You'll lose the customers that want to nickel and dime you. You know what I'm talking about. You've met them. If you haven't, you will. Let me tell you about my personal experience in business when I raised my prices. I had just officially started my business and my website was up and running, my Instagram in full swing, and this was 2019. The most I had charged so far for a three-tier wedding cake was $300. And that cake was like this double-sided drip cake, strawberries, um, hand-pipe lace. I definitely underpriced it. 300 was not enough for what I did. Um, but at that point, I think I even had my two-tier cakes listed at like 100 or so. And I would complain to my husband all the time about customers being so picky and when I'd say the price, they would try to finagle it down to something lower. It was so obnoxious and draining to deal with. And then I raised my prices like four months into officially being in business. And I did it again a few months later. And then I think I even did it one more time a few months later. Not even one year into business, and I had to raise my prices three times. And guess what happened? The orders kept coming, but those nitpicky customers did not. They were virtually gone because I was no longer dealing with the people who were trying to talk themselves into valuing my product. They were walking away once they saw my prices, and the people who were coming in were the ones that were seeing the price and going, oh yeah, that's right about what I thought it would be for something this special, and I'm willing to pay for that. I shifted market segments, and I turned away from those people who didn't want to pay and opened myself up to a new segment, and they were basically lining up ready to buy from me. Myth number four, if I crunch my numbers, It will just tell me the worst, and I'd rather not know. I know that feeling. I promise you 100%. I get that. But trust me that it is so much more freeing and so much more stress-relieving to understand your numbers, because then they tell you the story of where you're going wrong, and you can fix it. And it's honestly never as bad as you're afraid it's going to be. Then you can see where the gap is instead of just guessing at it and thinking, okay, I'll just need to take on more orders so that will solve the money problem. Stop resorting to the strategy of just taking on more to fix your business finances. This was me, and I know it's others too. I see it all the time. Instead of facing the numbers, we just assume, oh, if I wanna make more profit, then I just have to take more orders. But just piling on more orders won't grow your business. It will burn you out and it will kill you faster than anything. Making an income as a home baker is about knowing your numbers, understanding the story, spotting the gaps so that you can go out and take charge and you get to be the captain and you get to fix it and tell it where to go and take the reins. That's what happens when you understand your numbers. Myth number five. I'm new at this and I don't deserve to charge what others charge. First, I do want to recognize there's validity in not pricing too far out of your comfort zone when you're starting out. If the stress of charging $400 right off the bat for a wedding cake that you're not totally sure if you can pull off will likely kill you, then it's okay to ease your way into it. But remember, the low price is a lucky side benefit that your first customers will get and it's not the end game it's not the lasting strategy what i want you to know is that yes you can gauge what surrounding people are charging what the baker down the street is charging and you can ease into it if you want but if you're ready to go then go charge the full amount And know that nobody gets to be the pricing police. It's your business. It is your rules. Your price is basically an agreement between you and your customer. And there is no law that forbids you charging higher than the lady down the street in the next town who went to pastry school and has 10 years experience doing it. She's not a part of this agreement. It's just you and the customer. What other people charge can have an effect on the customer's buying decision if they're hopping around for options. But in the end, if they want you and what you offer, then that price is between you and them. And you don't have to lower it because someone else who's been in the game longer hasn't stepped fully into their price potential. I hope you enjoyed listening to that little sneak peek of Pricing Mastermind. The main takeaway is that, When it comes to struggles with pricing, often it's us in our own way and it's our own mental roadblocks and our own fears and our own just mindset that trips us up a little bit and stops us from reaching our full potential with pricing. So the key is to get out of your own way. Don't forget that you can get into the full course of Pricing Mastermind that goes deeper than just this. You get more video lessons on fixing your money mindset, as well as video lessons that go into the layers of pricing, how to calculate it, how to add it all up, how to do custom orders, how to figure out all of your numbers so that you know that you're covering your costs, you're paying yourself well, and you're keeping money inside your business to grow it. You can access the full pricing mastermind course by following the link in the show description or by visiting me on Instagram at the out of home baker and you can link to it through my bio. And don't forget to use code BIS20 20% off. That's 20% off for all of listeners of Business is Sweet. Thank you so much for listening today. We've got so much more to cover. We're going to keep talking about pricing and we're going to keep talking about the ingredients to success in your baking business. I can't wait. I'll see you next Thursday when the next episode comes out.